Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself and for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombus. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombus.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. Hi listeners, welcome to the Rice series by Melting Pot in collaboration with India's largest urban network of public-private partnership schools, Akanksha. With 30 years of serving over 9,800 students from low-income communities, Akanksha now runs 21 government schools in Pune and in Mumbai. With a focus on quality education and holistic development, Akanksha is not only expanding its school network, but it is also reaching out widely and influencing changes in the educational space. We at Melting Pot are privileged to share Kangsha's impact on various levels of the education ecosystem through our RISE series. And we're happy to share with you some such resilient, independent, strong and educated women from Akanksha. I'd like to thank the founder Shaheen Mistri and the leadership team of Akanksha to come on board for RISE, presenting Season 6 of Melting Pot. Hi, everyone. Welcome for another episode. And as you know, this is a very, very special series that I'm doing with the Akanksha Foundation. So today I'm in conversation with Jeshri Oberoi. Jeshri is Senior Director of Schools Pune for the Akanksha Foundation. And um, she has a very interesting journey that has led her up to Akanksha. And so I'm really, really curious and excited to hear all about that. And also, you know, listen to and hear all her experiences in and within Akanksha. So thank you so much for joining me today, Jeshri. Thank you so much, Pal. This is my privilege to be on this platform and share my journey with everyone. So to start with myself, I come from a humble background. Both my parents have been farm workers and uh, right around age of nine, I moved to live with my landlady in Mumbai. And I continued my education there. And my parents always believed that education is something that will change our lives. And they were ready to uh, send me off and, uh, you know, change everything for themselves to make sure that I get the education I need. And I carried that belief in myself. And I did experience that change in my life as well as my family. And I am here because of hard work of a lot of people, their belief in me and my potential and the opportunity to get right kind of education at the right time. So owing to that, there has also been a lot of, you know, talk about values and how the opportunities we have can be extended to others when there is an opportunity for us to do something. And that led me to choose my career first in environment conservation. Because there was also a yeah, field that we should I, do something I, for the I environment. See, yeah, I saw on your CV that you worked with the with WWF, the uh, World yes, yes. Wildlife Fund. Yeah, wow, that's interesting. Right. Yeah, yeah. So I think somewhere the connection with 
the you know farming community and coming from a place which was very very close to nature and also having these values of we should do something for our environment so i started working with our wildlife fund started a little bit of a research in the beginning but then realized education <laughs> is something that really draws my you know interest and i continue to work in the field of environment conservation for almost 15 17 years post that and primarily worked with teachers in india and later on in the us worked on developing curriculum and how could environment conservation messages can be brought in to the classroom so that was uh, something that kept me excited and going and around that time i also felt that i'm working with the teachers for so many years but i need to also experience what teaching is like and what it is really for students that you know connects and excites them and how i could really make it meaningful so i did teach middle school science as well and around 2011 oh, this, was, this was in india this was this in, was in the us oh in the us okay. in the us so i worked in india with bolwale fund and then we moved to us and i worked with the new england aquarium and also stoner middle school teaching science So when we decided to move back home here I was very clear that I'm looking for a combination of education and environment and work with the community and it could be you know one of these uh, which had to have you know the feeling of doing something for you know fulfilling my own desire to be connected with the work and meaningful work so it was more from that space and i was very fortunate to come across akanksha at that time and an opportunity to be the school leader and i joined akanksha in 2011 so that's how my journey has been you know working with teachers and students all through so what is it that keeps you going with akanksha because 2011 to now is many many years yeah that's one and two what exactly is your involvement with within the school setup of akanksha sure so i'll start with your second question first so i joined as a school leader it was a small school and a growing school so seeing the school grow new batches of students come we also uh, moved to new building and our team grew you know almost three times from the time we started So that was my involvement for almost 7 years in the first few years and seeing the learning seeing the learning of the adults and children has been really really exciting for me and uh, we kept trying new things and the children kept teaching us new things uh, you see the you know along with their height and you know you see the children grow both in terms of their skills and excitement and learning so that is something you know that kept me going and kept me excited for 7 years in 2018 we had this position open which would allow me to work with all the pune schools that are under akanksha and which meant taking the student vision the learning principles social emotional learning all of the initiatives that we're doing not only to one school but then to all the 11 schools in the city uh, it also meant working with the school leaders and extremely inspiring inspiring team of educators and you know role models in many ways so that was also very exciting that i could work with them design programs and you know extend that impact to a larger number so i joined as a senior director in 2018 so last 3 years that has been my role oh. what has kept me going is you know as akanksha i think we are a, an organization that values learning learning for children as well as for adults and the culture of learning keeps keeps us motivated keeps us in the space of innovation 
we are constantly looking for what is the need of our students in the 21st century, what skills our students need, and what could we do more than what we're doing now. And that goes for adults as well as for children. So that constant, you know, striving for excellence, looking for what is meaningful, and working towards that excellence is one of the big things that has kept me, you know, connected with the work, even in 10 years, uh, even for so many years. The other thing is, yeah, I think as an organization, we are very people-centered organization and developing individuals and working, keeping the needs of the people in the center, whether it is adults or students, has been, you know, one of the experiences or the feelings that we care for everybody. And at the same time, we make sure everybody learns. So that's, that's a wonderful feeling to be part of the team that has like-minded approach and uh, that works continuously by keeping the students and adults in the center. Yeah, and it's basically empowering both the adults and the students. And like I mentioned to you before we started this conversation recording, I've spoken with a number of students and I think the common common message that I have heard from each and every one of these students is that every school and they come from different schools and every school has given them an opportunity not just to you know have academic excellence but to also be able to develop themselves as individuals to give them a sense of confidence so you know from debate to theater to to sports to poetry to I mean there's it seems like it's a very it's it's an approach which is very it's not sort of unidimensional and which I think is to me stands out because I personally believe that education is not just what you read and study in the books. It's also this whole enhanced experience. And, and so, yeah, so, I mean, I can, I can relate to when you say that this connect with Akanksha is, is there because of all the reasons that you've mentioned. What, I mean, are there any interesting anecdotes that you, you would like to share, whether it's, with some students that you may have had experiences with or in, you know, introducing new curriculum or whatever it is, any any anecdotes that would be interesting and would also then highlight a bit more about Akanksha. Sure. And uh, there would be many, but just in the interest of time, (laughs) I would share a couple with you. First one is belief in children and the possibility that you can bring about the change if you have the right, you know, mentoring, support and belief in the potential of the children. When I joined in 2011, I had a little, you know, a a young boy in first grade and who had a lot of behavior challenges. There were multiple reasons for it, but it was difficult for him to make friends and stay focused in the classrooms and it, it was difficult for him to stay connected with the learning that was happening. In the years following that, the work I saw by the teacher, the persistence, the belief, the empathetic approach, and at the same time, making sure that he continues to learn and we keep finding what exactly interests him 
so that we make it personalized for him so that we see what his interest areas and build that strength in him so that he is also able to build the confidence in himself and see that he does have a lot of good skills and he is able to be successful like other children so that work in 10 years that i've seen done by different team members and the constant belief in him is something that has stayed with me in this you know 10 years and i see him grow every day and, and where, feel... where is he at now has he so, so he would have uh, given his 10th standard board exam this year but because of the change in the board exams this year they did not appear for it but he was working hard towards that and he was staying focused in his work he's extremely interested in art and very good in maths and today he is you know he's happy talking to his friends he's happy connecting with his parents and teachers as well and he's proud of you know some of the innovative ideas he comes he really loves to build some tools and he's happy sharing that as well wow. so seeing that change in him is very very it's a feeling that you have when you see that belief has come in rea- you know is is seen in reality and uh, you see that in front of you so wow. that's that's been something the other one was it's a week long that i spent with hanashri and tahura in the us this was two years ago when we three of us travel for one of the akanksha functions the akanksha gala and these were sixth graders both of them very young girls and seeing them learn so much within that week adapt to new situations be confident and talk to everyone so politely so respectfully and yet with confidence was an amazing experience for me i was their school leader and i had seen them as different students you know in school and when i saw them change literally in a week's time while they were there with those experiences was you know just gave me a feeling that experiences like this can bring about so much change and it can be so powerful for young children like dhanashri and tahura so that was another moment that just gave me the confidence that right opportunities and you know experiences like this can be so meaningful and can be so powerful for children so continue to do that in our capacity you know as long as we can and to as many students as we can absolutely and i think all the students that i've i mean uh, this is just a handful of students that i've spoken with but i'm sure if i had to you know speak with 50 more students i would be equally inspired in a different way by each and every one of them because yeah i think that the environment uh, you know normally you say okay the values that you get from home are so important but here i feel that you know yes but a lot of these children come from humble backgrounds and it's interesting how you know the kind of obviously the parents are all encouraging and they want their kids to uh have a different life which is what i've gathered from all these girls that i've talked to that their parents have encouraged them to study and make something of themselves but what i'm trying to say is <laughs> that okay. you know, they are um, the schools are and your team encourages these kids to see things outside of a value system which is outside of what the parents have 
taught them. And more importantly, it's to get them to be able to integrate into society, become independent, you know, have a showcase of their own. I think these are some of the things which I feel that is filtering through to them because of the kind of education that they're getting out of the Akanksha system. So that's, right. that's the way I, I'm seeing it now. And listening to Absolutely. you kind of just reinforces that. Multiple stories. I mean, you know, some of these stories and there are so many, even with children with special needs and how the schools are inclusive in many ways where possible. It's not about resources that we are able to provide all the time just with the constraints we work under, but it's it's the approach and it's the way the students are treated in the classroom. It's the way teachers work with them and not give up. And also saying that they are equal and they need to get all opportunities like all the other students. So I think that I, I had a student in, um, again, when he came in, he had multiple special needs, uh, special needs components. And the grandfather brought the child holding him in his arms and so I asked him, like, why are you holding him in, a, in your arms? And he said, well, we are not letting him do, you know, many of the things because we feel that he will not be able to. So I said, okay, if you're okay, let's try and see how he does because at some point he needs to be independent and here he will not be, while he will be taken care, he will not be treated any different. He would get all the opportunities that the rest of the students get. And in the next four to five years, I was able to see the child sit in the class like all the other students and try and engage in whatever learning he was able to. And there was a moment when I had gone, I was sitting and observing a class and the teacher asked, is there a volunteer who can help me distribute some material? And he raised his hand and he said, I will. Like that was his gesture. He had uh, speech issues, so he couldn't really say it, but he raised his hand and he said that he would like to. And that brought tears in my eyes that wow. we have not only made him independent for himself, but he is at a place where he wants to, and he is able to contribute in every little way he is possible. So these are the things that really keep you inspired, you know, with the work that we do. You're listening to a fusion of stories recounted for the first time ever by some fascinating people from across the globe with me, Payal, on this very unique and special podcast series, Melting Pot. I can imagine, and you're, you're in it, you know, so, <laughs> I mean, that's, that's quite incredible. I can completely understand why you continue to be a part of, you know, this, this whole community. I can completely understand that. So just moving away a little bit, you know, this pandemic has sort of taken everyone by surprise. And, and then it's been over a year now that schools in India, I understand, are, it's virtual learning. So how do you think that's, has it made a difference? Has it impacted, you know, the, the development of the students? And how has Akanksha adapted to this change? And is it something that is here to stay? Or you think that things will go back to like what they were a year and a half ago? Yes, definitely. It has affected every individual. And the pandemic has affected our children, likewise. And it is whether it is their health, their nutrition, learning, 
just the space they have for any development, any work they need to do. They they have they have small houses and you know siblings and multiple family members in the same space. Many of our parents lost their jobs, so we had you know project where we would distribute ration kits and medical supplies for the parents. Also, there are initiatives to get back the parents to employment and so on. So. All of that has had an impact on the students. It has had an impact on their health and you know, mental well-being. So the first thing was to keep the well-being of all adults and students at the center and making sure that safety and well-being are at the core. And we have the initiatives to make sure we're connecting with every student Initially at higher frequency, almost, you know, once in a week in some of the critical areas and once in two weeks in the other communities. And that gave us the information, which student, which family needs what kind of support and extend that support through multiple initiatives, whether it is medical help or ration kits or even any uh, trauma or any safety related issues or domestic violence, because there's a lot of stress. So all of that was on a higher, you know, higher scale than what it has been in the past. So we took that as you know one of the important initiatives and uh, continued with that work. Learning has definitely been you know taken a big backseat because of initially our students didn't have devices. The parents have a small you know phone it becomes difficult you know to connect on that small device. Internet connectivity is an issue. So another initiative we had to put together was providing devices at least to the oldest grade students where they could work independently and they could you know engage in learning. And the reason oldest because it's also you know safety, cyber safety, and students being able to make use of that. So. Slowly training everyone, but initially to make sure that we are able to provide that support to them. So that was another you know, factor. Now, the third one was, what is an expectation from the students for learning? I mean, expecting them to go through the entire curriculum and, you know, doing what is given uh, every year is not possible. So making sure that there are most important essential skills reduce the curriculum, bring it down to two thirds and focus on the most essential components of the concepts was something that, you know, we decided to do. We also looked at assessments being more formative assessments rather than putting the pressure of, you know, one single assessment at the end of the term or unit, which did not make sense, but it, it was important that we look at learning on an ongoing basis. We made sure art, sports, some of the events at the school, all of that continues. And we also introduce socio-emotional ethical curriculum in our all our schools through different practices. So which helps students to you know, learn about self-awareness, give them the vocabulary to, to express their emotions and also you know, work on or take help of some of these strategies to manage their own emotions and themselves. So a combination of these you know, different things that were introduced but with an intention that well-being stays at the core, learning continues no matter whatever the challenges are of the resources, time, availability, all of that. And to make sure that we stay connected with every child on a regular basis and that connection is strengthened between the child and the student. And 
all of it is here to stay uh, we always believed in the connections and this mode of connection on a monthly basis having you know documentation of the cause making sure the you know red flags or any critical cases get immediately alerted and get the support all of that system is here to stay wellbeing initiatives are here to stay and all the social emotional ethical learning is just not for the students but for the entire organization it is moving into a culture of the organization and as far as the learning blended learning is the way to go you know expecting students to be back physic in physical format uh, that's that's what we want we want everybody to be back but continuing learning in the traditional way is not i think you know possible we need to think about how students could make best use of their time learn with their own pace make the learning personalized and not limit them only to the textbooks and the world of you know material they have but open the entire world which is available online for them to be able to learn which then would extend not only to you know music and art and sports and some of the things we're doing but it could be different languages with different skills it could be connecting with other students across the globe all of that will be possible when we move into blended learning so there is going to be shift and confident it will be a good shift you know for our students for their learning and development as well yeah it's i think it'll be exciting but what amazes me is that you were able to think very quickly on your feet and actually introduce all of this must have must have been quite challenging for you know the educators as well as the akanksha leadership team to put all of this together and make sure that it gets it filters to the students and the teachers because even the teachers would have had to learn a new way of communicating with their students so absolutely technology was a big challenge for most people in the beginning i can imagine i can imagine but it's incredible how you know in such a short span of time you've been able to bring about this change and like i hear you when you say that henceforth i mean obviously students will go back to the classroom whenever maybe in 2022 but it will be a blended way of education which so that's here to stay so that's the change yeah which is which is very interesting interesting so anything else that you know your kind of any other initiatives that you're currently working on which are different from what is you know what in progress at the moment at with akanksha foundation yeah so along with blended learning the initiative social emotional learning for students and working towards making our schools compassionate schools bringing in kindness and building resilience in our students that has been one of our you know major areas of work going forward as well and it is you know to prepare them not only for now but for future as well and how do you have the combination of skills with the right kind of you know a mindset to help themselves and to be able to be successful so the entire social emotional domain and the work in that has also been it's been part of akanksha for many years but having a structured 
curriculum and you know initiatives and making sure that it is integrated in the classrooms is something that i'm very very you know excited about and the teams are working on it so that that's another one also there is lot of work with parents and supporting and empowering parents and in in supporting parents may be looking for employment building skills building financial literacy all of these and at the same time making sure that they get opportunities to learn these new skills you know build their own awareness about uh, either it is vaccines or you know taking care of the children or even nutrition all of these different aspects of the parent engagement work so parent engagement again parents have been partners in akanksha schools all these years but working very consistently working on you know some of these new needs that have emerged during pandemic and post pandemic as one of the new initiatives as an organization that we've taken as one big pillar just you know we're looking at what are the different centers of innovation we can bring in go deeper in our work and make sure that our teams are equipped we know the direction in which we're going and we also are able to see the impact over the period of time wow that's amazing i'm sure you know it's only a matter of time that you'll be able to get all of this going it's been so wonderful talking to you jeshree thank you so much for yet again i can say inspired <laughs> every conversation that i've had with everyone at akanksha has sort of inspired me and i'm sure the listeners and the viewers will feel the same and what are you hoping to is there anything that you would like any kind of a message that you would like you know sent out to all the people who will be listening in or watching the interviews on youtube is there anything that you would like to say to to sort of sum up i would say children will learn from an adult they feel very connected with during these times we continuing that connection with every child is very very important and supporting them in their safety and well-being and once things become little better students will learn they have learned a lot during this pandemic and we should not ignore that learning build on that learning for whatever they have missed on but keep it rooted and keep it founded in the connections so giving really high importance to connections is something i think we should continue excellent <laughs> thank you so much on that note i again i've really enjoyed talking to you and i'm so happy to share your thoughts your journey and you know all the initiatives that uh, you're working on wish you all the very best and i hope to be able to see you in person one day see you <laughs> thank you so much i really enjoyed talking and sharing our journey and the work here it's it's always inspiring going back to our own experiences as well so thank you for the opportunity my pleasure thank you jeshree for more weekly conversations do listen to melting pot on spotify apple and google podcasts follow us on youtube and on instagram at podcast melting pot so until the next episode this is pile signing off 
your ally to help tackle your allergy symptoms this season. I love the change of seasons, but nobody loves pollen and all those other things floating in the air that make you sneeze during this nice weather. Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues are hypoallergenic and allergist approved. So fight back against watery eyes and runny noses without worrying about irritating your skin. For this allergy season, grab Kleenex and face allergies head on. 